Hello, Auburn. It is so great to be back. You're listening to Saturation Italicized on Weagle 91.1 FM. As always, I'm your host, Lee. And I'm Lauren. And I was thinking since it's been a second since we talked about what Saturation and Italicized is all about, and I'm sure we have some new listeners um, jamming in their cars right now. I just want to let everyone know we are a design, art, writing, music, blah, 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 podcast. <laughs> um, but we'll basically just talk about anything art-related. However, we do center mostly on graphic design and writing as both Lee and Lauren. Oh, my gosh. I, I keep doing that. I keep referring to myself as third person. I mean, I guess that's the podcast way. It's the, if I've you just, want. I'm already in it. Like, I'm already in the headspace. You are already in the headspace. But we are both graphic design majors, creative writing minors, so we're somewhat qualified to talk about somewhat. this. Somewhat. Maybe more or less, uh, depending on the topic. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it's wonderful to be back. I hope everyone had such a wonderful uh, holiday and happy 2023. I know. It's crazy. The year of our graduation. The year- Oh, gosh, I didn't even, oh, my goodness. You haven't thought about that? I mean, like, in passing, but, like, when I think of 2023, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to graduate college this year. Oh, that's, like, all I thought. Like, it's on New Year's Eve when it turned to midnight. I was like, oh, no, this is is the year where I graduate. And what stinks even more is that, like, we have, like, extra time. Like, we're both graduating a semester late because of the way graphic design is set up. Mm -hmm. And that still doesn't feel like enough. Yeah, it doesn't. Maybe because we started Weagle too late like yeah that was the problem gosh I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to break into the studio when we're all graduated and stuff and just secretly do saturation italicized yeah Lauren what's your uh what's your new year's resolutions (sighs) I don't know (laughs) (laughs) well actually I wrote them down that's a lie I wrote them down okay let me look let me look I wrote down last year's too I didn't necessarily do all of them. But you did some of them? I did some of them. Okay. So my goals are to cook more, hydrate more, continue learning Portuguese, mm. read books for fun. Um, and I do have to flex on my Portuguese Duolingo. I have a 413-day streak. Oh, yeah. Can you can you say something? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you also um, cooked a lot more, too. Yeah, but I need to, like, do more. Well, that that could that could be anything. Like any time yeah, I was like, Oh, thing. I need to read more. I mean, you're still reading yeah, more to some extent, true. you know. What are yours? Mine was um all mine was also cooking more because I spent so much money on food last semester. Yeah, for real. Um so cook more, which I have been doing. Yeah. Um, and read more. I've been trying to do like kind of like a sketch a day. Yeah, you have been doing that. Yeah. Uh and like Trying to find joy in drawing, not badly, but find joy in drawing not perfectly. Yes. There's something so important, I think, especially in our major, about doing artful things for Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Because if you just, like, if you let design bog you down and, like, let the critique aspect of it, like, Mm -hmm. take the fun out of it, I think you end up losing, like, your passion for it. Yeah. Yeah. Your joy. Joy is a good word for it. Um. And, like, through sketching more every day. Like, I haven't done it once a day like I wanted to, but I'm still, like, sketching significantly more than I did Mm -hmm. last year. Um, I've definitely found, like, 
I've realized I have a style. You do have a very distinct style. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think that's like a big like moment in someone's art career is when they're like, I have like a distinct thing that makes my artwork my artwork. Yeah, for sure. So that's, um, it's a nice way to start 2023, I think. It's a good beginning. And speaking of good beginnings, I think we have a really interesting topic to talk yeah, about Yeah, we first. do. We have a lot of interesting topics today, but this I'm, first one is applicable to everyone in the design world. All right. So basically, Adobe is back on some bull crap, and no one is surprised. If any of our previous listeners remember a, a while ago, we talked about Adobe buying out Figma um, mm-hmm. and how that could perhaps lead to, you know, a monopoly that also kind of already existed. Um, but it, it was just going to lead to Adobe being able to control certain aspects of the design market they shouldn't necessarily be able to control. Mm-hmm. And on that note, certain Pantone colors and collections now require users to pay $15 a month to access them through Adobe software. Huh? <laughs> Bruh. Um, I got to find the that. The pro button. I got to find it. Oh, we'll get to it later. Um, yeah, so basically, I, I'm sure that sounds like a little confusing in some ways, but because when I think of Adobe, I'm like, well, what do you mean you have to pay extra for the colors to do yeah. things? And it's not everything. I'll specify that now. Um, But yeah, basically Adobe and Pantone have worked hand in hand together since the 1950s, actually, for Pantone to supply coloring and coloring software to Adobe so that they can match up any colors you see in any Adobe uh, platform artwork to colors in real life. Obviously, that's what Pantone does, um, and they're really good at it. They're still making some, like, every single day making new colors. Crazy. Um, But yeah, Adobe suddenly put all in, put all these hoops in for uh, users to jump through to access certain collections, which are now blacked out once users try to put them on their designs. Um, the change is the latest twist in a long-running dispute between the design software giant, Adobe, and the color standard setting organization. In December 2021, Adobe announced it would be removing Pantone colors from, it, from its app. So obviously this was supposed to happen like a while ago. Why that was happening was like never like exactly specified. Um, some rumors I saw said that Pantone felt like Adobe wasn't, actually uh, Pantone publicly stated that Adobe wasn't keeping pace with the plethora of new colors it released. However, Adobe's chief product officer, Scott Belsky, tweeted that Pantone asked Adobe to remove the colors as they wanted to charge customers directly. Oh? Yeah, which is, like, very frustrating. Uh, Well, for another reason, um, a lot of people talked about how Adobe is already a subscription-based product, Mm -hmm. which is a little frustrating in the first place. You are paying, if you're not an Auburn student, God bless Auburn, um, (laughs) if you're not an Auburn student, you're going to be paying hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for Adobe per year. It is a year-long subscription, to the best of my knowledge. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Where some softwares similar to Adobe, let me find the name. I know I wrote it down. Um, Maybe I didn't write it down. Some software companies talked about how um, Adobe definitely could have gone with like a one-time purchase fee and just chose not to. Um, And this kind of leads to 
like smaller artists or like younger artists unestablished ones like not being able to get their foot in the door not being able to make the artwork they should be able to make because they just don't have the money to Mm -hmm. and obviously like there's the whole saying like you spend money to make money but you know that can only exist to some extent and especially when art as a career is known to not make that much money I don't know why well, I know why Adobe would think like, oh, we should make them pay this much money because they want money. But I don't know why it has to fall back on artists who are who are probably not making much money, especially if they don't have the software to create, you know, better quality, better quality illustrations and designs. Let me just spit this crazy fact out Ooh. for you real quick. So plans and pricing for Adobe varies based on if you're like getting it through the school if you're getting it as a student if you're getting it as a business or an individual but the individual plan is $55 a month it includes all of like the creative suite so like 20 plus apps I mean you get everything but that's over $600 a year that's $660 a year that's plus the 15 a month that is literally like rent for a month somewhere like that is a place to live for a month for something that goes on your laptop so the price of pantone like per month would be another 180 a year oh my plus god that's 840 that a year that's that's so close Assuming to a thousand dollars for software that doesn't even guarantee you're going to get money back yeah for real which is which is just absurd yeah, this is crazy um, i just i feel like this is such a money pit already Well, I think it just goes back to say, like, when we talked about Figma and we talked about Mm -hmm. Adobe buying Figma, we both noted, like, Adobe has a lot of power now. Yeah, they do. A lot of power. And I think it just goes to show, like, there, there really is no other software like Adobe software when you're in a field like design or illustration or like uh, digital yeah. illustration. Of course, there's Procreate, but Procreate is pretty much exclusively illustration.